Hey, Jerry, the music man. Yeah, James. Let's start the show with music. Give me, give me something fun. Okay, maybe not, no, 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 whoa, 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 maybe not that fun. Okay, how about this? Eh, nah, hey, what else you got? What about this? Huh, oh no. This? No. This? No. Uh-uh. Whatever, James. Huh. Anyways, welcome everybody to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. I think, you know, I just thought it'd be fun to start with a little music. Hey, big show for you today. You know, a lot of times I just, I, I, I talk a little, I ramble, well, I ramble all the time. And I don't necessarily just say right off the bat what's going on, but we have an exclusive. I'm excited today because a lot of you have asked about this. And we have an exclusive interview here on the James Arnold Taylor podcast today with one of my characters. This, Of course, for all of you, if you're tuning in for the first time, this is James Arnold Taylor's Talking to Myself, the podcast. I am the aforementioned James Arnold Taylor. And I am a voice actor here in Hollywood known for the voices of Obi-Wan Kenobi, Fred Flintstone, Johnny Test, Leonardo the Ninja Turtle, Spider-Man, The Flash, Silver Surfer, Magneto, Tidus from Final Fantasy, and... And, and, let me say and one more time, and Ratchet from the Ratchet and Clank series. And that is part of the exciting news today. Yes, we have an exclusive interview with Ratchet from the Ratchet and Clank series. I'm going to dial him up on the hollow phone here because uh, he's on another planet. I don't, I don't even know. You know, I mean, he's a Lombax. For those of you that don't know, because many of you are Star Wars fans or Final Fantasy fans or just fans of whatever or you just stumbled across this show. Um, Ratchet is a character I have voiced for, gosh, about 17 years now for the Ratchet and Clank video game series for the company Insomniac Games. And they make these, these games. I love these games. They're so much fun and so many wonderful voice actors in them with me. Of course, David Kay as my buddy sidekick forever Clank doing a wonderful job. I, you know, I should just see if uh, maybe Ratchet can get Clank to come on the show at some point. I'll ask him if he can. And uh, Jim Ward doing amazing as Captain Quark. Armin Shimmerman as Dr. Nefarious. It has always been so much fun working in the Ratchet and Clank series. I just love the character of Ratchet. He is a Lombax. He is a hero. Uh, he, he, you know, now some of you may have seen the, the movie Ratchet and Clank which I thought was a lot of fun. Obviously I'm biased because I was, I was the lead actor in it. I was, it was, I was ratchet, but um, I'm really proud of the work I did in that movie. I'm really proud of the work that David and Jim and Armin and everybody else did. Uh, Rosario Dawson, I've mentioned it before, did just a fantastic job in the film as well. And Bella Thorne. But you know, since this is a Jat show exclusive, we need Mr. Announcer guy. 
Yes, James? Give us a It's a Jet Show exclusive kind of thing. It's a Jet Show exclusive. The Ratchet Interview. Ooh, I like that. It makes it sound more important, doesn't it? Yes, James, I'm very excited about this. Me too, I'm excited to talk to my alter ego, Ratchet. Now, you know the video game series, right? Yes, I do. It is an amazing series, uh, and the games were originally for PlayStation, then PlayStation 2, then PlayStation 3, then PlayStation 4, and now they just keep, you know, going with these wonderful PlayStation things, and who knows if they'll make a new Ratchet and Clank sometime. People ask me all the time, and I'm going to, of course, have to ask Ratchet if there will be a ratchet you know a new game but he's not you know i'm not even going to ask him you know why i'm not going to ask him because he's going to even if he knew he's not going to tell me okay because you know why why would he tell me now ratchet is a lombax now ratchet is the the only lombax there is left we don't really know what happened they were from the planet fastoon and there's only one there's only one lombax left and that is ratchet it's very sad but, you know, right now, I think he's he's living on the planet Velden. And I've added this whole hollow phone system to my computer here. So I'm going to dial him up on this thing. It's got all sorts of buttons and bells and things. And you know, I'll just give it a, I'll give it a shot. And uh, let me just try to push that there. Yeah, whoop. Ah, oh. Welcome to hollow phone. And now I got to dial him up. You'd think, future, you just say call Ratchet. But no, I've got to dial all these numbers. This is a very long phone number. Okay, let me just, uh, huh, okay. Your holo call will be connected in a moment. Okay. Oh, it's ringing. Come on, answer, come on. Hang on, Clank, I wanted to do this podcast with some guy, uh, Jerry Allen Tyler or something. Yeah, no, I, I never heard of him either. Uh, he says he does some impression of me or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I bet he sounds more like Courtney Gears. <laughs> and he's already online and can hear everything I just said, huh? <laughs> hey, buddy, how's it going? Just giving you a, a bad time. What's up, Jerry? It's James, actually. What'd I say? Jerry. Yeah, sorry, Jerry. James. Huh? Oh, yeah, this darn hollow signal is a bad connection something. Uh, so uh, tell me exactly how many planets and listeners you got on this podcast of yours. Uh, millions? No, no, tens of millions? Uh, no, just a few thousand. Well, you know, a few thousand planets ain't bad. No, no, uh, listeners. Oh. Just one planet. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, look, guess we all gotta start somewhere, right? <laughs> so, how can I help you? Are you having issues with terachnoids or something? I mean, need a hero and his trusty sidekick to come and kick some... Uh... Uh, no, 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 it's just a podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, to tell you the truth, Jerry, I'm, I'm not sure what a podcast is. I, I, I thought it was a distress signal or something from your tiny planet. No, we just talk. You just talk? Huh, okay, well, whatever. So what's this about you doing my voice then, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, see, you're kind of a big deal here on Earth. Well, of course. And there's been video games made about you. Goes without saying. I mean, it's an entire series of games. I expect nothing less. Oh, and a movie. Well, a movie? <laughs> hey, Clank, we got a movie about us. Yeah, and it tells your origin story. Really? Does it say where the other Lombaxes are? Oh, oh, does it show me with my family as a little Lombax? 
No, 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 no. I mean, it's not that far back. It's just the origin of you and Clank and how you met Clank. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, you know, I mean, that's a pretty cool story, too. Yeah, very cool. Actually, that's probably a lot more exciting for a movie. Explosions and things and bad guys and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was great. It was a, it was a great story. It was a great movie. And, uh, and I played you. I played you in the games as well, though, so... Well, you must be a very handsome fella. But you're not a Lombax, so... Okay, so how'd they do my ears? I, I, I hope they weren't those phony kind my fans wear at the Dread Zone games. I mean, I love the fans and them showing their support with wearing the ears, but the marketing and manufacturing of some of this merch... Ugh, so fake. The little plastic headband, and then the one ear always droops down to the side. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing, really. Yeah, uh, no... No, I, see, I wasn't on camera. It was just my voice. You were computer-generated. No. Oh. oh, well, that's good. I mean, then they could really get all the Lombax charm into it, right? <laughs> but, um, but, uh, back up, though. So, see, I'm confused. So, now, you said you did my voice? Yeah. Well, you must have a really big vocal range then, huh? Well, yes, actually, I do, but I just, I just did my regular voice. Your voice? Yeah. Why? Well, uh, uh, let's see. I, I don't know how to put this delicately, but, uh, you sound nothing like me. What? Yeah. I mean, your voice is all high and whiny. It's more like a, like a little girl's voice, really. What? Oh, come on, I sound exactly like you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one, buddy. But hey, maybe they like, you know, I don't know, pitched it down in the studio or something. No, 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 no. See, no, they didn't need to because we sound exactly alike. Well, I got two big Lombax ears that say, uh, no. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, here, okay, okay, okay then. I've got you on hollow speaker here, and if you sound just like me, call for Clank. He'll think it's me. Voila. Proof. Sounds good. Okay, 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 okay. Well, let's see. <clears throat> hey, Clank! We gotta get moving. Nefarious is out to destroy another planet, and Quark is making a mess of the whole thing. Come on, buddy! Clank? Uh, Clank? Yeah. See? Sounds nothing like me. Oh. Your caller's voice has been muted. Would you like to unmute? Huh? Oh, uh, uh, dang. Oh, no, this, uh, there goes that thing again. Static again. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, uh, what else did you want to talk about here, pal? Okay, okay, all right, fine. Uh, look, so, you've saved the galaxy so many times. What's the real key to a successful mission? Well, I don't know, you know? I mean, so many missions, so many saves, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, there is one thing that always seems to do the trick. Yeah? What's that? Something that's never let me down. Okay, okay, so what is it? Well, okay, look, if I tell you, you can't say anything, and if you do, I'll either deny it or I'll just put you back on mute. Yeah, yeah, okay, I understand, I understand. All right. Well, the key to a successful mission, any mission, is to always have my trusted sidekick and buddy pal Clank there to help me save the day. Oh, hey, Ratchet, that's awesome. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, look, I love how you can admit that, and it's really great to see you guys are really that close in real life. Yeah, well, look, don't go blabbing about it to him, okay? Then he's gonna get all soft on me and start with the, Oh, Ratchet, I didn't know you cared. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good impression of Clank. Yeah, I've been known to do a voice or two. Uh, you you want to hear my quirk? Sure. 
Greetings, Earthling. I am Captain Copernicus L. Quark, hero to the entire Solo Galaxy and all-round goofball. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah, thanks. Oh, oh, my am I nefarious? Sure. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> Hello, stupid and stupider. You've fallen right into my trap. Wait, why isn't my trap working? <laughs> That's great. I mean, you, you, Ratchet, you could do voice work. Really? Hey, you think you could hook me up with one of your agents out there on Earth? Uh, maybe I could do a podcast of my own then, right? You know, I got a bunch of other voices. I was thinking of a guy that's like there to help out, but he doesn't really do anything. I call him Tank. Tank? Yeah, yeah, and he sounds like this. Hey, uh, Ratchet, uh, let me uh, set up your hollow recorder there. Okay. Testing, testing, hello, 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 hello. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. Uh-huh. Oh, and then a kid that I kind of mentor, and he tries to help out, but it's like he's overly polite. I call him Dilly. Dilly? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, uh, hello, Mr. Ratchet, sir. Just Ratchet. Dr. Ratchet, sir. No, just Ratchet. Lord Ratchet of Elden, sir. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, and I could tell stories of my adventures, saving the galaxy, and maybe read letters and stuff from all the fans. Yeah, um... Oh, uh, dang. You're right about that bad connection there, Ratchet. What's that? Yeah, no, I'm, say I'm saying uh, we got a bad uh, connection. Looks like uh, we better wrap it up. Thanks for being on the podcast, though. We'll have to uh, have you on again sometime. And, uh, you know, I mean, it'd be great if you could uh, get Clank to join you, too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Look, I'll see if I can pull him away from his very busy schedule. Oh, yeah? What's he, putting some new program together to track down Nefarious or something cool like that? No, he's just binge-watching Robot Wars on Netflix. You have Netflix in your galaxy? Doesn't everybody? True. All right. Well, hey, listen, Ratchet, what a pleasure it has been to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time. I hope you guys get some well-deserved rest from saving the galaxy there. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jerry. It's James. Whatever. See ya, buddy. Hey, and remember to send me your agent's info so I can get some of that easy voiceover money, you know? Oh, shoot. There's a... There's that static again. Gotta go, Ratchet. What's that? Bye-bye. Okay, see ya. Okay, see ya, Ratchet. There it is. My exclusive interview with another one of my alter egos, Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. People are going, boy, they both sound so much alike. <laughs> So, you know, that was kind of the thing is on the show. And again, I don't hide anything from all of you here. You all know this is a, a show of entertainment of me doing voices and that all the voices you're hearing are me. So when I have to do a character that is basically my regular voice, which is what Ratchet is, you know, I want to find ways to make it creative and fun also to where it's not just me going like, hi, Ratchet, how you doing? I'm doing good, James. How are you? Because then you're like, well, who's talking and what? So putting him on the hologram, that makes it more fun, right? Now, uh, some of you may ask, how do I do this stuff? Now, I do it pretty much the same way I do the phone calls. And I've talked to you all about that before. I'm going to have to put a video out, I guess, at some point on my YouTube channel showing you all how I do this stuff. Just just because I know people are interested and, you know, the, the, the curtain is down. There is no secrets here on the JATCast. That's actually what I think makes it fun is that I'm not hiding any of it from you, yet at the same time, we still both enjoy the whole 
story of it, the the fun of it, the goofiness of it, right? So anyways, I have a little microphone. It is actually a Shure microphone. It is a VP64, which is um, just a, kind of like an announcer type microphone. And it's got kind of a tinny sound. It doesn't have the greatest sound in the world. And that's actually why I like it for the phone stuff, because it's got this really kind of flat head there. And it, it works almost like a telephone receiver uh, gives that sound. So when I talk on that one, so I have two different tracks here. So I enable both tracks on Pro Tools, my regular one that you're hearing here through my lovely Aston microphone, the Aston Origin microphone. And then this one here, the Sure VP64. And I then switch back and forth. So what I do is I record, I, I talk into the origin when I'm me and then when I'm Franklin or Ferris or Brian or Ratchet there, I talk into the other mic. I can turn my head away and I talk into that one. Then I go back through and I isolate the track and I put a phone effect. And for Ratchet, I gave it more of a, a hologram sound. I, I used more of what I actually used in my stage show when I do Obi-Wan Kenobi talking on the hologram. So I use a different setting for that than the phone stuff. And then all of the sound effects that you hear there for Ratchet with the, the little hologram sound effect in the background and the dialing and the connecting and the ringing and all that, those are sounds I create. And I create those within Pro Tools using a tone generator, a signal generator. And I pitch them around and I cut them up and I make the sounds basically that I want to do. It's, it's almost like a musical instrument in that regard. You just make a bunch of tones and then you cut them. And then I put effects on them, echo and reverb and uh, radio sounds and staticky things. And actually like the static you hear in the background of Ratchet there, that here, I'll play it. That's actually me going. But when it's put through a processor, one of the uh, one of the processing plugins I have here in my Pro Tools, it sounds like real static there. Do you hear hear it again? That's pretty cool, right? So you know, one of the very first videos I put out on my YouTube channel four years ago was the sound effect I use for when I turn on the camera uh, for most of my videos. It's this little. Well, I'll play it. It's this. That is all my voice, sounds that I made. And I did a video uh, back then showing how I put it all together and cut it together and stuff. But it's just me going like, you know, and then, you know, and whistles and tones and just making sounds and then editing them and processing them and putting all these wonderful little plug-in sounds that I have in Pro Tools on them and creating sounds myself. Because what happens is I hear this stuff in my head. I kind of hear how it's supposed to sound and how I want it to sound and what kind of things. Plus, I don't want to, I have tons of sound effects libraries, but I don't want to spend tons of time going through sound effect libraries. What I find usually is I go through them trying to find stuff that is you know, just right and it never really is perfect. So I end up making it myself. And so these sound effects, I just make them and then I hold on to them and I label them and put them in my little, I have a little sound effects bin in my hard drive and stuff. And so then I can grab them and use them again anytime I need them. And I've been doing that for years, ever since I started back when it was on tape and DAT tapes, DAT tapes or digital audio tape is what it's called. So it's redundant to say DAT tape, but uh, because the T and the DAT is tape. So that'd be DAT tape tape, digital audio tape tape is what we'd be saying, which is silly. But anyways, uh, that technology was back in the 80s and the 90s, and then we've gone all completely digital now. It's really interesting. I used to have a studio that would have like a gigantic board, mixing board in it and stuff and all that. I think I mentioned this before, but and now it's all just in the Pro Tools. So on one hand, 
it makes it a lot easier. On the other, you don't do things as live and real anymore because you can always go back and, you know, mess things, mess with things a little and things, uh, stuff like that. So I try to keep it as real as I can here and all the sound effects and stuff that you hear. Like, you know, as a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, when I interviewed the Fallen, the sound effects of him transforming, uh, many of you might have thought, you know, I just pulled some transformer sound effects. No, I created that. And, and that was painstakingly put together out of, oh gosh, probably 50 different sound effects layered on top of each other. The, and it wasn't my mouth. It was, I took different sound effects of like, you know, um, metal hitting and springs and machinery and, and little gears. And then I would affect them and again, put these really cool kind of phaser effects and flange and chorus effects on them to give them that more sci-fi kind of you know all those sounds and uh it's the same with my stage show most of the sound effects in my stage show are just me making noises doing little sounds and and then kind of uh producing them later and, and putting more production into them so i don't know little side note there i think it's fun to kind of see how it's all done but there you go my interview with ratchet from ratchet and clank one thing I want to do before I go into the heart of today's episode is uh, talk about something I've been asking all of you to do for so long, and it's really cool that you have, and I want to say thank you, and the way I want to say thank you is by reading some of them, and that is, those of you that listen on Apple iTunes, I've asked you to give me nice reviews, or I've asked you to um, uh, give me five-star ratings. Well, the five stars are certainly going up. I've got a lot more on there now, but please, if you have not gone to iTunes and at least give me a five-star rating, that'd be wonderful. If you're listening there, please write me a review because so many of you have written some awesome reviews and right now I'm going to read them. So, or I'm going to read some of them at least, not all of them, not all of them because now there's a bunch of them. But uh, the other night, my wife and I sat up and, uh, in bed and I, I was just, uh, going through on the phone all of your wonderful reviews and reading them to her and she was like oh that's so nice and then we pray for all of you as, as a way of saying thanks so uh i'm gonna read some of them for you now here and let's, hey jerry the music man yeah james hey can you give me a little music for this i don't know what this would be uh but uh none of those tracks you played earlier <laughs> right james how about this see that's nice now you, you couldn't have come up with something like that earlier Oh, Brother James. Sorry. Sorry, Jerry. I'm just giving you a bad time. All right. So let's read some of your uh, comments from your, some of your reviews of the Jatcast on iTunes. All right. The first one is from Casey, and it says, The Chicken Soup of Podcasts. <laughs> you know the old chicken soup for the soul? The chicken soup, you know, is like a good thing for you. And so it's so. Anyways, Casey says, Hopefully that reference is still relevant. Regardless, this show is just what I need for that extra boost of motivation in my creative and spiritual endeavors. Even as a new parent, there's something for me in this show, and it doesn't hurt. I'm a longtime fan of Jat's work, as he's part of every franchise I've loved and lived in my entire life. Well, thank you, Casey. That is really cool. Adrian writes, the best podcast out there. Five stars. This podcast is the best. James gives you his awesome mixture of entertainment high production value and encouragement. He's not afraid to open up about different events in his life and draw out advice and comfort from them to share with others. Listening to this is a refreshing break from the pressures that life can bring. This comes as no surprise to fans of Jat. I recommend that everyone listen to this podcast, then listen to it again, then repeat as often as you want. Well, that's very cool. Uh, love it, says Jules580. If you like voice acting, radio, Star Wars, and or wholesome stuff, then listen to the Jatcast. Been listening since episode one. I tune in every week. I love it. 
That's so nice. An excellent podcast, says CWF1234. James Arnold Taylor is an outstanding voice actor of Obi-Wan, Ratchet, Spider-Man, Tidus, Fred Flintstone, The Fallen, Minions, and others. I had my email read in episode 10, and I was amazed. And now you've got your comment, your review from iTunes read as well. Look at that. Uh, excellent podcast. Been a fan of Jap for years now, from his days in Orlando as host of the annual Star Wars Weekends and celebration host to the Clone Wars and beyond. It's great to hear James now on a podcast. The voices he creates and impersonates are beyond talented. They truly are. Met him a handful of times as well, and we've seen his stage show numerous times. Oh, that's very cool. On the podcast, he's also passing on positive insight on beliefs and all-around positive thoughts. A pleasant podcast that I cannot wait to hear the next episode. Keep up the great content, Jat. Your talents are enjoyed and appreciated by all. That's very cool. That is by G-H-0-S-T-K-1-N-G. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big handle there. This one's from the the Jackal327 says, Such a great show. I just recently found the Jackcast, and I'm so happy that I did. James keeps things so positive and honest. This show has been a great addition to my day. Do yourself a favor and listen. Ah, that's so nice. So many uh, different reviews like that. All of you writing these wonderful reviews. Uh, James brings joy, hope, mindfulness, and comedy in the Jackcast. An uplifting 90 minutes I look forward to each week. Top, top-notch quality. I've been following James on social media and YouTube for the past several years. I've always enjoyed his behind-the-scenes encouragement and positivity, but with him doing this new podcast, it takes it all that much deeper and, and has impacted me even more. I can laugh, think, be encouraged, be challenged, and learn more about who he is as a person, and I've loved all of that. It's definitely something I look forward to each week. That is so nice. That is from Tiffany G. Uh, Blue Angel says, I'm a fan of Jat, and I've been following him on social media for years now. This podcast is an amazing little escape. I hope so. That's really good to hear. I enjoy listening to the topics, especially Star Wars related ones. Okay, we'll get back to some Star Wars stuff. Keep it going, Jat. Keep doing what you do best in that little padded room talking to yourself. May the force be with you. Well, very cool. Okay, let's see. Jat fan number 1138. Wow. See, I like that. The Jat stuff. And then you got the Star Wars with the 1138. That was good. Um, and I think it was Blue Angel 1138 as well. There's a, there's a lot of you using 1138. And for those of you that aren't Star Wars fans that don't know what 1138 is, look it up. Google it. Okay. Uh, this one says, uh, this is truly a fun, spontaneous experience for those who are fans of James Arnold Taylor, Star Wars, and voice acting in general. But it is the encouragement, testimony, and faith that has kept me returning regularly every week. Bravo, James. You, sir, are a light so rarely seen in a dark and weary world. Don't change a thing unless you're led by Jesus to do so. I know I'm praying for you to keep on keeping on. Okay, well, that's good. So, uh, there's so many here, and um, maybe I'll read more of them on another episode at some point, Okay. Uh, because if I missed yours, you might be going, oh, is he going to read mine? Is he going to read mine? Well, I'll, I'll read more of them later, but I just wanted to review or read some of the reviews and thank you all for doing those reviews because it just means the world to me. It means that we're making a difference in each other's lives, you know, because you're listening to what I'm doing and you're liking what I'm doing and I'm reading what you're writing about what I'm doing and I'm appreciating that. It all goes full circle. And it's just so much fun to be able to bring this podcast to you on a weekly basis. I sure hope all of you like it. If you have not written a review at iTunes, please do so. The reason why it's important to give five stars and to write a review on iTunes is, see, the more you get of those, then the more it may actually get recognized within iTunes. If it gets recognized, then more people will then discover it because it will be put in the lists of what's hot or whatever. Because right now there's, I think there's, got to be like 300,000 podcasts out there on iTunes. Literally, I, I, I do believe that there's that many. Um, I get on my daughter for saying literally all the time, but uh, I just said it. 
I, I try to tell her to say actually instead of literally because actually is actually the better word to use instead of literally. Okay, that's another topic for another time. But anyways, please, if you if you can, take the time like all these wonderful folks and more that have written me these fantastic reviews that really touch my heart. I read all of them. It means the world to me. It means the world to my family. I thank you so much. I'm so glad you're all appreciative of it. If you haven't written one, please take the time and do it. Uh, give me thumbs ups and nice comments on YouTube if you listen on YouTube. And just uh, let's just all keep going here. You know, I'm I'm trying to get as many shows out there as I can and and encourage you all in as many ways as I can through this podcast. I think last week's podcast took a nice leap in new places. And, you know, every so often I have those episodes where I feel like I really got to say what I was hoping to say and, and, and encourage you all in the right way. Because in this world, oh, <laughs> we got to bring in Jake. Jake. Hey, Jake. Yes, James. Give me a, in, in a world. In a world. Oh, actually say, because in a world. Because in a world. Thank you. All right, Jake, thanks. You got it. I'm going to go now. He's so dramatic. It reminds me of something Daffy Duck would say. Dramatic, isn't it? Another one of my favorite Daffy Duck lines. Now I would like, I would like, I would like a trip to Europe. <laughs> Anyways, um... Because in a world of so many things that are not encouraging you, so many people that want something from you, I want to be the one that gives back to you. Because for me, you know, why? Why? Well, because for me, that is the most, uh, the least I can do for God who has given everything for me. And I want to be that for everybody else too, wherever I can. So that's what I love about this podcast is in enabling me in some way to kind of slip into your life for 90 minutes each week and tell you I believe in you and encourage you and be a voice that listens and talks. I mean, mainly I'm just talking at you, but but I hope you know that by all of this going on, I'm actually listening too. So anyways, all right. What is going on with James Arnold Taylor this week? Well, you know, I just kind of like, this is kind of like where I just... Uh, want to just talk about funny things. So what I do is I make notes. I do. I make notes throughout the week. Not just Billy. Billy makes notes. Billy writes down everything I say, which, you know, I've told him he's got to stop. No. Um, but I do make notes. I was doing, oh yeah. So look, I was, uh, I had a couple of jobs that were very early these last few days over the last week or so, like eight in the morning early, which is early. That's early for anybody, right? I don't know. Maybe it's not early for some people. It's early for me. It's early for a voice actor. And not just because it's early, <laughs> but because it's early vocally, it's early. And, and uh, I, was, I was saying to my wife, we had been watching uh, Seinfeld. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I tweeted that I showed my daughter Seinfeld. And Seinfeld is my all-time favorite TV show. It really is. Uh, I just, I, I love it. I've seen every episode. I, I don't even know how many times, more times than you can imagine. Uh, but uh, like the Brady Bunch, when I was a kid, I've seen every episode of the Brady Bunch probably at least 30, 40 times. I don't know. I don't know. Just so many times. I Love Lucy was like that. The Flintstones was like that for me as a kid. What else? Oh gosh, man. There was a lot of shows. 
but mainly the oh, Bob Newhart show, Mary Tyler Moore, all of those. I, I loved all those shows as a kid. And Seinfeld was, was really kind of the last great sitcom. And it was in that same vein. So I love it. And some of you know it. Some of you don't. Some of it, it's, it's way after your time. And so I showed it to my daughter because she, she knows we're always referencing it. And turns out she loves it, which I think is great. You know, she's going to be 14 in a couple of days. And so it was like, okay, because some of the, some of the, some of the stuff, some episodes we're going to skip over because some of them, the, some of the content is too much, you know, but uh, a little too, yeah. But uh, for the most part, it's just a fun, funny, goofy show. And she, she, you know what she loves about it, which I think is great. She loves the stand up. So, cause we're showing her from episode one and we're going in order, which you don't need to do with Seinfeld necessarily, although they do reference characters and stuff. So we've been showing her that. And she loves the stand-up comedy part of it where he's, you know, in the club telling the comedy, which is great because I started as a stand-up comic. So I kind of like that, that she likes stand-up comedy. She just thinks it's so funny. But anyway, so I was watching Seinfeld and when I watch, I get into those, those modes, who are these people, you know? Um, And so I was talking to my wife about all these early sessions and I was, suddenly I was doing a Seinfeld bit. I was going like, you see, I may be up early in the morning, but my voice, it's not awake yet. So the voice goes, you know what? I'm actually, I'm turning into Paul Reiser. I don't sound like, I, I've never been able to do a solid Jerry Seinfeld impression, by the way. I just do that one line in my stage show. Who are these people? I can do that. That's pretty much it. My regular impression would be Paul Reiser, who was, you know, on Mad About You and stuff. And it has a very similar tone. So I'm going to do this as Paul Reiser. Uh, <laughs> so I say, you know, I wake up in the morning, I get up, I'm ready to do the whole thing because I've got an early session, but my voice, it's not ready. The, the voice is not awake yet. The voice goes, no, 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 no. I need a few more hours. I've got it. So good luck with that whole voiceover thing you're doing because I'm not ready. I'm not getting up. I won't get up. You can get up, brush your teeth, exercise, aerobicize, drink water, take vitamins, maybe even eat a little something, emails, whatever you want. Doesn't matter. I'm not with you, buddy. I won't do it. It's not just that I can't do it. It's that I don't want to do it. Don't want to wake up. Not me, buddy. And so that's... uh. That's been the funny thing because I had to be uh, several different voices very early in the morning. And that is hard. That is hard for a voice actor. People ask, what's your trick? So the, the biggest way, the best trick is to wake up extremely early. So if I have an eight o'clock session, I wake up at like 5.30 or 6 to wake my voice up because your voice needs a little extra time. Because if you don't, and also see then what happens is you don't talk. So I have to then get up and then wake up, do all that, and then start talking and warm my voice up. So by the time I do the session, it sounds like what I had done because, okay, so one of these sessions, the one that was at eight eight in the morning was a pickup session for something I had done at like two in the afternoon the week earlier. So at two in the afternoon, my voice is great. It's 1.40 in the afternoon right now. And you can hear, sounds pretty clean, pretty good, you know, all of that. So... (laughs) I had to do a specific character, I can't say who, at eight in the morning when I had recorded him at two in the afternoon before, and you didn't want to have that little, you know, he was going to be deeper, he was going to have a little more texture, so I had to get up early. So that's the trick. There's really no other tricks you can do other than just warming up your voice. 
And as far as many of you ask, what do you, what do, you do for vocal warmups? There is a video on my YouTube channel, at least one. I think there's a couple where I talk about vocal exercises and things you can do for your voice. So that's what I do. You can watch those videos if you want to know. I'm not going to go through it all now here. But uh, anyways, I thought that was kind of funny. And then the little side note is, of course, that my daughter loves Seinfeld. And oh, and that's the other, yeah, this is the other note, the little side. So the whole Seinfeld bit about waking up. So I'm awake, but my voice isn't awake. So I say, well, the voice got to wake up. And then you go into the booth and the first thing the director says is, gee, you sound a little different. Well, yeah, I'm, my voice isn't awake yet. Well, you scheduled this thing at eight in the morning. What are you, insane? Voice actors don't wake up until noon. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's the other. There's another note. I put, what's one of the worst things you can do for an actor? Give him a job. No, it, <laughs> because actors live this kind of strange life of, you know, we never really know where the next job is coming from or what's going on. So, y you know, your week can be full of no jobs and you're kind of like, oh gosh, the phone's not ringing. I need work. I got to work. I got to work. And then they, they call you and they say, yo, you got a job and you got to be there at eight in the morning. And then you start complaining. <laughs> it's like, okay. The rest of the world doesn't live like this people. So I, I don't complain. I actually, I'm very grateful for it. I say a big prayer of thanks because I'm so grateful for the work, but it's kind of an inside joke with all of us actors. It's just like, also you really want to book a job, plan a vacation. And so if you book a job, and you say, I'm going to be gone April such and such through the such and such. They go, oh, that's when they need you. It just always seems to happen that way. So anyways, little inside actor type stuff. Kind of funny. Actors are funny. Funny people. Another person that's funny is my daughter. My daughter is very funny. And uh, like I say, she's got her birthday coming up. And it's fun to see this life go from being this little adorable person to now an older adorable person she's still adorable and beautiful lovely but uh we were talking about so we were showing her the tv show and she she couldn't figure out you know like why does it keep going to black in the middle of a scene or whatever it's like well those are where the commercials were because see most of you that have grown up in this world uh it, within the last 10 years or so have forgotten that like okay so my daughter for example because the last time we had cable or satellite was when she was like five years old. We have not had it since then. So the last, gosh, almost 10 years, we've not had any type of, you know, cable TV. <clears throat> we tried to Hulu live for a while there and stuff and small things. But um, so she doesn't understand the concept of commercials kind of being... I mean, she, she knows there's commercials. She knows what commercials are, obviously, because, you know, I, I make my living doing commercials and things too, voicing them and such. But <laughs> when she was younger, she couldn't figure that out at all. Like, what happens there? It's like, well, that's where they would have gone to a commercial. But now we're watching it on DVD or we're watching it on streaming and there's no commercial interruptions. And so uh, when you get things on like Hulu or uh, channels like that, they have commercials sometimes in them. So now I just got this YouTube TV. I've, you know, it, it kept popping up on my thing every time. And I thought, okay, I'm, I'm you know what? I'm going to get it. I'm just going to get it this time. So it's 40 bucks a month. I'm going to give it a shot because here's the one, the only problem with not having cable or satellite is we miss out on local news. And so you have to kind of figure out a way to, you know, and I, it's not like I'm a big news watcher, but for example, when the fires hit here, we don't have cable or anything. So I had no way of knowing what was going on. We couldn't watch the news. So I thought, you know, maybe it's a good idea. Plus we are uh, Lakers fans. 
I know those of you that don't live in Los Angeles are going, boo, Lakers, you know, if you're basketball fans of another team. But, uh, you know, we're Los Angeles area, so we love the Lakers. I've loved the Lakers since I was a kid, though, so to be fair. Um, and Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, all those guys, I would just, uh, I loved watching that. I, I guess it's it's fun for me to watch a sport that I could never play because I am so short, but <laughs> no. So we thought, okay, maybe we'll try this. We'll try it. It's like free for, I don't know, it's free for the first week or the first month or something. So we're going to give it a shot. I don't know though, because we start watching stuff. And when you watch live TV, first off, here's the funny thing. You call it live TV, right? But my daughter, who's again, 14 and has never really experienced cable TV or satellite goes, what does that mean? They're doing the shows live? So, so she thought like the shows that we're watching were being done live it's like, because she's used to live theater. She's been around theater. She's been around performances and stuff. So to her, live means something different. So it's just very funny to us. We're trying to explain to her. And some of you may actually be going, well, I'm with her. I don't get what you're talking about. So the, let me let me give you a little explanation in the world of television. Now, um, that's oh, that's my uh, that's my informational school uh, educational film voice. Projector voice. You see, when you watch television, there are many exciting things. No, um, like commercials. So we were, she was like, why can't you just fast forward and get back to the show? We'd say, well, it's live. She'd say, so they're doing it live? No, it's being aired live, like on the network. So trying to explain something that I've grown up with and completely have a concept of, but have never thought about trying to explain it to somebody is very weird. It's uh, like, uh, so we, <laughs> we were having the, a heck of a time trying to explain to my daughter. Okay. So there's like channel four, channel five, channel six, and those are airing shows, what we call live, right? And she'd be like, uh-huh. And there we go. So, you can't, you don't really have control that you can, but you can pause it. She says, yeah, yeah, you can pause it and then you can catch up. That's kind of the best way. That's the only way you could do it. Well, why not just do that? Well, then you can't watch it live. Well, but it's not live. Not, well, no, you're watching the live stream. It's like if I were to do this show live, right? But it's anyway, it's very hard to explain. <laughs> and it's funny because I never thought I'd have to. But in this day and age of streaming services and everything, there you go. She's just used to boop. Get it and you have your show. So, uh, I don't know, off on a tangent there. But, oh, that was the other thing, was then trying to explain to her like a busy signal. Now, my my niece, this happened with my niece. My, my sister said that one day uh, when she was younger, when my niece was younger, she was dialing somebody from their landline. Now, even landlines, I got to explain to you all, right? You understand that landlines are not cell phones. They're phones that are plugged into your wall at home and all of that. And they used to have, have cords connected and you had to like, I was explaining this to my daughter that you had to have the phone was on a cord. And then you, she'd be like, she was like, why is the handle have such a long cable? And I'd be like, well, that's because you'd put the receiver, you'd hold the receiver, but the base of the phone, which had the, the push buttons and this stuff. And back in my day, the rotary dial, even that's a whole other story. Uh, was over there, you'd set it down like down at the foot of your bed and then you'd pull the receiver up at your bed and you'd talk and everything and you'd had to stay there. Now they're just on cell phones and there's or cordless phones or anything, you know. So it's very funny. So anyways, my niece is dialing on my sister's landline and she's calling somebody and she goes, I don't know, there's a weird sound on the phone. Something's wrong. And my sister listens and it was a busy signal. <laughs> 
So my niece didn't know what a busy signal was because nowadays it's very rare that you call somebody, you get a busy signal. So all of you, see, I'm again, I'm an old man. I remember when there were dial tones and rotaries and busy signals and live commercials on TV that weren't live, but they're streaming. Uh, anyways, it's hard to explain to everybody, but it is a changing world. And I think it's very funny. I just think it's funny. And I thought it makes for some good banter on the show here because most of you probably agree more with my daughter and my niece. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, I, oh, you know, oh yeah, like like in my, uh, in my stand-up comedy, I used to do a whole bit about the push-button phones and the rotary phones and then the, all this and, and then a, corded, a cordless phone because cordless phones were new and yeah, it was very funny. Anyway, it was, it was hysterical. No, my, if I went to do stand-up comedy now, I'd, I'd just do all my old material and it wouldn't make any sense because, you know, there you go. I don't know. All righty. Fun stuff to look back and laugh at because you have to laugh. Are you, first off, are you drinking water? You all think, oh, maybe I'll get through a whole James Arnold Taylor Jack cast without him talking about drinking water. No, no. Here we go. Ah, that's good water. Remember the story. Okay. Uh, drink some water. Deep breathing. Are you deep breathing? Are you learning? Are you taking time to deep breathe? Are you taking time in your day, either at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, or sometimes in the middle. Uh, I have a friend that takes a nap in the middle of the day every day. And if he doesn't get his nap, he gets a little cranky. But um, take some time during the day for yourself to connect with God, to meditate, to just relax, clear your brain, empty out your brain of all the junk. It's hard to do. It takes some time. It takes practice. Don't get discouraged if you try and get frustrated. All right? Let's talk about that for a minute. How do you meditate, James? How do you, how do, you do all this? How do you clear your mind? Well, it does take practice. And the best way to do it, and the best thing they talk about mindfulness. Remember, we've talked about mindfulness on the show before. Now, mindfulness and meditation are two different things. However, they do help each other. So mindfulness is more so of like, for example, I'm sitting in my studio right now. I'm talking on the microphone. I am uh, sitting down in my little stool. I've got my desk here and I'm looking at the microphone. So I'm feeling the countertop of the desk and mindfulness is going, okay, I'm here. I'm present. Uh, my hands are on the counter. I feel the, the, the plastic or the, well, it's, it's, uh, it's leather. It's like a it's like a vinyl uh, bumper around the sides of the desk because this is like a studio desk and it's got this big thing. So I can feel that it's a little squishy. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking stock of what my hands are feeling, what my feet are feeling, what my body is feeling. That's being mindful. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm sitting here. It's comfortable. My one leg is propped up on the bench or on the uh, stool. My other is down on the ground. I feel the pressure of the weight of my body there. I've just, I'm just feeling that. Why is that important? It's, it, so that is to make you present. That is to make you feel present and, and to take in your present circumstances instead of thinking, oh, later I got to do this and later that. And can you believe they just said this earlier and I'm going to think about that for now? You know, instead, think about where you are. Think about who you are, what you're doing right now. That's being mindful. That's taking it in. Breathing deep. Letting that oxygen fill your, your, your body and brain. You know, if you're sitting down, take some nice big deep breaths right now with me, okay? you know, the way I usually tell you to do it is you take in for four seconds, you hold it for seven, you blow it out for eight. 
If you can do those uh, several times throughout the day, if you could start your day doing that, do it like four or five times, really get used to it when you're sitting and you like sit up in bed and do that and really just relax and big, deep breaths from your belly, deep down low um, and not just your chest and you fill it up. That's healthy. It's good for you. You need that oxygen. You need to do that. And then when you're doing those things, you think about, I'm sitting here. I feel the weight of my body sitting in bed or sitting in a chair or sitting on the ground or whatever. Why is it good to do that? Again, it's good to help clear the mind, to recalibrate. Why is it good to clear the mind and recalibrate every once in a while? Because we can get stuck on things. And why is it bad to get stuck on things? Because then you just, you stay in them. You don't want to stay in the future. You don't want to stay in the past. You want to be in the present as much as you can. And meditation helps with that. And some of the things in mindfulness help you with meditating. Now, when I meditate as a Christian, I meditate and I, I think of God and I pray and I'm, I'm prayerful. I'm mindful of, of Christ. I'm mindful of my Christianity. I'm mindful of the, that. And, and I also breathe in positive thoughts and words and things for myself. I breathe in goodness. I breathe in health. I breathe out sickness. I breathe out just um, whatever negative words, you know, negativity. I breathe that out when I see those things go away. I've talked about this on the show before. Take some time. Try it. Give me a shot. You know, like we talked about last week or a couple of weeks ago, being uh, uh, grateful, right? Just being right down something you're grateful for or what have you. Say uh, that was last week. That was last week. I'm getting confused. Yeah. Um, last week was when we talked about that. Take some time this week to try and meditate for like five minutes in the middle, uh, in the beginning of your day or at the end of your day. Clear your mind. I actually envision like a, a metal trap that my brain is this steel trap, right? And, and this kind of latch and this door opens underneath and everything like a trash chute falls out. All the troubles, all the thoughts, all the worries, all the concerns, even the good, the bad, the ugly, everything of the day. I picture it in my head falling out of there. And then I pictured me personally, I picture Christ coming in with a hose and just washing it all down, clearing out the brain. You know, he's like, just clearing it out, James. I'm going to help you clear this mind. And we're going to just now concentrate on just goodness. I'm going to picture the sunset. I'm going to picture the birds on the fountain in my backyard or one of my paintings of scripture or the painting of the cross I did uh, not too long ago that I've posted on Instagram a while ago. Uh, I'm going to envision those things and let my mind just concentrate on those things. Just going to concentrate on those. Why is this important? It really helps refocus and recenter. Again, it doesn't have to be, if you're not a Christian, you don't have to do that. But think about something peaceful and nice. Think about clearing out your brain. All right, do me a favor this week. That's your goal. Clear your brain out. Try it every day for five minutes. Take five minutes out of your day to be at peace and just meditate and try to just empty out all thoughts and give it up and try not to go back to it after. Okay, I did it for five minutes like Jat said. Now I'm going to go back to it. I can't believe they said that. I can't believe they did that. No, no, don't do that. You want to go off on a, on a new journey. It's just like when you're working. So like when I'm here working on the podcast and I'm recording all of this, I have to then get up and walk away for like five minutes, go outside, breathe some air, go into the kitchen, get some water, uh, you know, refill the water glass or what have you, have a little snack, walk around, go upstairs, you know, what have you. 
it's good. Even if I'm really in a good pocket of work and I'm really doing it, I still force myself to break away. Why? Because again, you start to develop good habits of these things. Now, why is it important to do that? Because it's not good. They, I mean, they've scientifically shown this. It is not good for your body, mind, and soul to just stay focused in on something for that long, for like over 90 minutes. So if you're going on something, you're working on a project and you're working for over 90 minutes, take a break, okay? If you need to set a timer on your phone or something, 90 minutes, set it when you start, set that thing for 90 minutes and you'll forget that it's going by the time you get involved in the project. And then when that timer goes off, really force yourself to now get up, stretch, so, you know, before you get up, maybe if you're sitting down, do some of that deep breathing. I'm talking about that. <sighs> really hold it for four, you know, take it in for four, hold it for seven, blow it out for eight. Do like four or five of those and really, and then stretch your body. If you can go and bend over, touch your toes, just stretch, relax, then get up and walk and go away for like five minutes. And, you know, pick up a book. If there's something you love, listen to a song that's inspiring that you love. Uh, you know, I might put on like Beethoven, something that doesn't necessarily have words, like some classical music that I like, you know, that's... Uh, and if you're like, no, but I was in a groove, man, and I was in a mood that was really good. Well, then you put on something um, that's bigger. Like, you know, one of my favorite, like big, powerful uh, s- symphonic songs is uh, In the Hall of the Mountain King. Really powerful. There's many different versions of it. I like the one from the movie The Social Network, uh, which I I was in. I did Justin Timberlake's voice in that movie. So some places it's Justin, some places it's me. But I won't tell you where. Anyways, um, there's a great version of that song in the Hall of Mountain King done with like keyboards and stuff. Trent Reznor and... Um, Oh, who was it? It was, it's a great soundtrack. Anyways, so put on like a piece of music that's not necessarily a bunch of words, but uh, instrumental that keeps you, you know, in the zone, but inspires you and allows you to just relax and stuff. Take five minutes after you've been working, okay? No matter what work you do, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, if you're driving for a long period of time, pull over, stretch your legs, get out, you know, pull off if you're on the freeway. Just, you know... It's, it's good to reset. I know that's hard on a long trip. You're like, James, I'm not going to pull over and off the freeway and stuff if I'm doing it. But, you know, it's, it's good to take a little rest every, every, you know, few hours at least if you're driving or something. But uh, good for you. And it's going to help you stay clearer, more focused, more clear. As a matter of fact, believe it or not, in between that last sentence before I said as a matter of fact and right now, I stopped, hit stop recording, took a break, went into the kitchen, made a salad, ate the salad, came back here, listened to some of what I recorded while I ate the salad, then went back, washed the dishes, cleaned up everything, came back, hit record, and look at that. It seemed as though no time has passed at all, yet a good, oh my goodness, probably 40 minutes passed. I took a little 40-minute break from recording the podcast even. I don't always do that. A lot of times I I just roll all the way through. But a lot of times I take a little break in between, change direction, do all of that. And what did I do today? I don't know. Is this interesting to you at all? I think it's, it might be interesting to some of you. Day in the life of a voice actor. Well, like I say, I had, well, I had a job yesterday morning, very early, as I was talking about early ones. And Friday I had a job. Uh, today is Tuesday. 
I'm actually recording this. I'm a week ahead on the podcast right now, and I'm hoping to get a few weeks ahead because of the fact that I have all those conventions coming up. I want to make sure that you all still get your podcasts every week. And because I don't necessarily talk about things that are that topical, it's okay if I am a little ahead. So what did I do today? Well, I got up, which is good. That's always a good thing to do. Get up in the morning. And and I went to a physical therapy appointment because uh, again, I've talked about it before. My shoulder, my left shoulder, I've pulled it. I've got some tendon problem. I don't know what it is, like a tendonitis, which means the tendon is just aggravated, irritated. Don't know exactly what I did how it initially started but i think i i think i started it years ago when i was uh well in the years i say years ago like two years ago i was jump roping now i i like to jump rope like boxers jump rope really cool looking i i was very cool <laughs> no i was always really good at it i was really good at jump rope and so i thought well i'll get back into it it'll be good for my heart it'll be good exercise and i got back into it and i think that's when i wrecked my shoulder because the whole the motion that constant motion I think I pulled something there and then I slept on it wrong and now here it is two years later and I've been in physical therapy for a long time with it trying to get it fixed but see this is what happens when you become an old man no it's not I don't I actually that's that's not true this is just what happens when you know the body sometimes decides to do things because you've done other things for so long your whole life so my shoulder was out so I went to physical therapy and met with all the folks there. Scott is my physical therapist and Jeff is the owner of the place and it's a great place and Colby is there and all the other folks there, uh, very kind, good folks at my physical therapy place. And they uh, they love it because they know I do voices so then they'll have me do voices and things and that's it. But uh, did that, did some exercises. Then I came back thinking, okay, I'm going to do my podcast now. And then I went, you know what? I, I'm i all warmed up now from the physical therapy, doing weights and all of that stuff. I'm going to go to the gym and go for a run. So I went to the gym and I ran two miles. Not, not a huge run, but a couple miles. That's good, right? Ran two miles on the treadmill. Ooh, now here's a whole other story for you. So I run on the treadmill because after I broke my foot last year, the treadmill is really the safest place because I don't want to, you know, I've, I've got to take it kind of slow. I've got to work back up to running uh, the amount I was running before. And I don't want to put too much pressure. And, you know, I want to be careful with it. I don't want to re-fracture anything. So I go on the treadmill and I'm in a very she-she gym, one of these nice, very, very high-end gyms. And that's nice. It's fine. And, you know, thank God I have the ability to do that. And it's great there. And I've met some wonderful people there. I, I have some friends now that I know will be friends for life from the gym. Nick, who works there, and Michelle, who works there. Both Nick and Michelle are wonderful young people. They're big Star Wars fans. And uh, when I first went to the club for a tour of the club, they're showing me the spa area and all of that. And they, they, they walk me into this room and this cute little gal, cute as a button, that's a funny saying, isn't it? I don't know. No, she's she's an adorable young gal with blue hair. Uh, says, you're James Arnold Taylor. And I went, oh, you're right. <laughs> and so, 
So then uh, we started talking about Star Wars. She had seen me at cel Celebration and all of that. So we started talking about things and we've become friends. And then Nick, who's also a Clone Wars fan, and there's many people at the club that are Clone Wars fans and Star Wars fans and fans of the other work I do. And so I've become friendly with all of them because I'm very approachable as a celebrity. Again, as I said before, I'm, I'm a celebrity that isn't famous. But... Uh, so all of those folks there, I, I see them there when I go to the gym. So that's lovely. However, and I haven't broken this to them yet. I don't know. I know sometimes Nick listens to this podcast. So I guess I'll find out if he listens here. What I did the other, this last week is my wife and I decided to buy a treadmill for the house because I'm doing it so much. And I found one that I really love. And so I bought one of these Peloton treadmills. So I'm going to cancel my gym membership. Eh, I know it's terrible. It's terrible, isn't it? I'm uh, no, but the reason being is the only thing I do at the gym is the treadmill and the treadmill is cheaper than the gym membership. So I'm, I'm actually saving myself some money in the long run, you see, because, well, you know, you got to smack down a bunch of money in the beginning, but then, but this Peloton is like one of these, if you know, treadmills and I know I'm, I'm tuning out like half of you or more now, because you're like, James, I don't care about treadmills. Well, this is interesting. Come on. This is interesting. I'll make it interesting. I'll do it in a, I'll do it in a voice. Let me tell you about it. In a voice. <laughs> if I tell a boring story about my life, I have to do it in a voice. Who should I do? I'll do it as Obi-Wan Kenobi. All right. Okay. So anyways, I, I go and I buy one of these Peloton treadmills and I go into the store and I look at it because there's a there's a treadmill called a woodway and the woodway is is very different Anakin would like this it, it it has slats rubber slats rather than just that treadmill kind of thing where you when you slap down on it you're just smacking down and you know it's 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 quite abrasive it's like um listening to Jar Jar Binks talk to you for hours on end um but the woodway has more spring to it because it's these rubber slats, you see. And so it's it's a very gentle way of running. And so James likes to run for several miles. And so the Woodway is a great way of doing it. Well, this Peloton treadmill is... Is anybody getting bored of this yet? No, you all love this, right? You love that I'm talking as Obi-Wan. This is a fun way for me to tell a story. If I, it's a boring story and I want you to listen, I want to keep your attention. Okay, here we go. Anyway, sorry, sorry Obi-Wan, get back to it. Get back to it. Thank you, James. Yes, really. So the Peloton has the same rubber slats, you see, as the Woodway. Now, the Woodway is a very expensive treadmill, and you could spend tens of thousands of dollars on one of these, but the Peloton is not as expensive at all. And so I made the decision, or James made the decision, or maybe I used the Force, and I did the Jedi mind trick on James, because he is weak-minded. Hey! Sorry. And he now has bought the Peloton treadmill, so... This next month, well, it's going to be delivered next week. Once it's delivered, then he has to cancel his gym membership. That's part of the deal. Yes, thank you, Obi-Wan. Okay, so, so anyways, you guys enjoy that? That's good. I like that. That's a good way of doing it. So, yeah, so I'm sad for my friends at the gym, but I'll go and visit them anyways. And we're all friends now, so... I don't need to just see them at the gym. In fact, Michelle comes over. She spends Christmas with us. She spends Thanksgiving with us. So and it's it's lovely. And her and my daughter play Wii. And they try to get me to play Wii. Every once in a while, I play the Wii as well. But um, they're very good at it, you see. And I'm not as good at it. But, but boy, let me tell you, if I played Donkey Kong, I'd clean the floor with them. No, not really. Actually, I am. I'm a pretty good Donkey Kong player. I am off on all sorts of tangents. Sorry, guys. 
many of you probably say, is this what it would be like if I went to dinner with you? I guess it probably is, or, or lunch or coffee. Although most people, when they ask me to go with them to a dinner or something, they are asking me about voiceover stuff. So I don't end up talking about my life stuff. So here on the podcast, see, I get to talk more about just silly things that you probably don't even care about, but it's fun, right? And I do it in a funny voice, so it's even more fun. Okay. Anyway, so that's what I did earlier today. And then I came in and I, uh, so I ran a couple miles. I came back home, stretched, got all cleaned up and then came in and started recording the podcast. And you know, last week after I really enjoyed last week's podcast, I really did. I hope you did as well. What I loved about it was even though there was no kind of like, I, you know, I didn't have an interview anymore with Alan Arnold. There wasn't any uh, special interview with any of my characters or anything. It was just me kind of talking but I loved where it went. And I loved also, well, we met some new characters on the show. Jake, right? Jake, the, the, the announcer guy, uh, Mr. Announcer Guy's other brother, Jake, the inner world guy. Hey, Jake. Yes, James. I was talking about you. In a world where one man talks about another. Now, that other man who's being talked about is going to go now. I know, I know. That's the second time I've done it in the show. Same bit, but it's still funny. It's funny to me because he's so dramatic. He's so dramatic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's a character for you. Actually, I do. Uh, there is another character, a young gal, because people have asked me, do you do any women's voices? Now, when I was on the radio as a young man, as producing morning show radio and stuff, I did this character called Denise. And why was she called Denise? Well, my wife's middle name is Denise. And so I just pulled that name out. Um, but so the DJ, I, I've told you all this before, the DJ would say, go in the other room. We need a phone call. And it was, it was the end of the hour. They just needed a bit. And so he said, just call me as somebody. And so again, I would surprise him with just different voices and different things. And so... I said, okay, say you're going to give away something. Tell, and he's like, but we're not giving, doing a giveaway. I said, just say it's going to be a giveaway and then call, and then I'm going to call in and you can then give a, a fake prize away to me. And he's like, okay, okay. So, he, so we go on the air and, I, and he says, um, who's this? And, and I did this character, Denise, and it was this girl. And he says, you know, you're the 17th caller. You're the winner. And I just did this girl kind of losing her mind about winning a contest, like un, uh, she couldn't believe it. And it was, uh, it was very funny and she's crying and laughing and excited and dropping the phone and all that. Yeah, I know you're all going, just do the voice. Well, the thing is, is I was like 21 at the time. So vocally, it was a different range for me, but. She was like, oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I won. Oh my God. I won. Oh. Is this for real? This isn't for real. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was stuff like that. And <laughs> that was Denise. And I, I, I uh, was talking to my mother later that day and she had been listening to the morning show and she said, oh, that poor girl, Denise. Wow. She was having a hard time. And I said, yeah, it's really a shame, isn't it? So I was a voice, but so I, I was thinking about that character and I, I thought it would be funny because a lot of people have asked if I would do a, a, a female character on the show. And so this character, Guinevere, I named her Guinevere. And she is the she she is the self-proclaimed biggest James Arnold Taylor fan on the planet. 
And so we're going to call Guinevere. Let's call Guinevere and uh, just put her on the show and see what happens. Um, is this Guinevere? Gwen- Guinevere? Yeah, sir. Who's this? Guinevere. Hi there. Uh, do you recognize the voice that you're hearing right now? So if I say, hello, Guinevere, the force is strong with you. Shut up. No, no, seriously. If I, <laughs> Do you know who this is then? This is Terry. Terry, stop it. You know I love everyone. No, this is not Terry. Uh, it's, uh, you, do you recognize my voice right now? Shut up. <laughs> well, if I shut up, then you won't hear it. Shut up. You know, do you know who this, you know who this is, right? Well, I've been I've been saying stuff. Hello, Guinevere. Guinevere, it's James Arnold Taylor. Shut up. <laughs> well, if I shut up, then I can't have a podcast. See, you're on the podcast right now. You're totally shutting up. Shut up. No. Is this seriously? Seriously? Well, you you wrote me a very nice letter, and you said you wanted to be the first person on the phone calls, and so I thought. Shut up. Shut up. Do the voice. 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 You want to hear Obi Wan Kenobi? Are you, are you okay? I can't, I can't, I cannot believe that you called me. Oh my, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's all right. Just, just calm down. Just breathe. The force is strong with you. Stop! Oh. Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite. I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. You, I love the Clone Wars. I love what you did with the voice. I'm so, thank you. I, shut up. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Okay. Well, Guinevere, um, first off, lovely name. I'm so glad that uh, you're a fan of the podcast. You listen to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. I'm so happy to have you on. And, you know, maybe we'll call you from time. Is it okay if we uh, check in with you from time to time and, and get your opinion? Are you excited about the Clone Wars coming back? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. I love the Clone Wars. I love it. What's, what's Matt Lanter really like? I love, I love Anakin. I love it. I mean, I love Obi-Wan, but I love Anakin. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You're allowed to love both. It's okay. Uh, yes, Ma- uh, Matt Lanter is uh, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Shut up. No, I, no, no I'm not going to shut up about it. He's, he's a great guy. And, uh, and the whole cast and crew, everybody, Catherine Tabor, Ashley Eckstein, uh, Dee Bradley Baker, wonderful people. I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't, shut up. I cannot believe that you called me. Why would you do that? Well, again, you wrote a lovely letter and uh, email, and you did it all right there. You sent it to the James Arnold Taylor stuff there, and uh, Billy found your letter. I love Billy. Can I talk to Billy? Is Billy there? Can I talk to Billy? Billy? Hi, Billy. Yes, sir, Mr. James. Yes, Guinevere is on the phone there with you. She wants to talk to you. She wants to talk to, she wants to, talk to me. Yeah, Guinevere wants to talk to you. Shut up. Oh my gosh! I love you, Billy. Oh, uh, uh, thank you, thank you, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Guinevere. Now you, now Guinevere, you say just Guinevere. Oh my gosh, just Guinevere. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Guinevere. No, just Guinevere. Gwen. 
Oh, so, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so, Guinevere, we're going to let you get back to the uh, apparent rock concert you got going on in the background there. And thank you so much for being a fan of the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. I, I still... Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling me. Thank you. Thank you. I love your show. Thank you. All right, may the force be with you. Ah, shut up. May the force be with you, too. Okay, so there, <laughs> it's funny, it's fun, you know, it's fun. So maybe we'll bring Guinevere back on the show at some point and um, have her be a regular here on the show. But anyway, so this has just been kind of a fun show today of, I mean, well, we interviewed Ratchet, we've done a lot of good things, uh, and it's, we're not done yet, don't worry, we're not done, but I, I know we're, we're rounding the back half of the show. So one of the things we talked about doing soon, which I, I still will do, I went back and listened to some things and pulled some things of some of my old auditions, if that's interesting to all of you, hearing auditions I've done and making it more about uh, the, the process of auditioning and, and jobs and what I do with that. So we'll do that in an upcoming episode. But for now, I think we should take some of your mail. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob, 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 Bob. Hey, James. James, 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 James. Oh, that's good. I like that. It's a little Bob James, James Bob. Bob James. Oh, yeah, well, yes, it is. Bob, how are you? Did you have a nice week? I uh, Yes, I did. I, I went uh, with some friends, some of my skydiving friends, and we went to, uh, we went to uh, a show, and we went to um, uh, the, the food. and uh, The food? Well, yeah, we, a meal. That's, that's what it is. I, I get a little nervous sometimes on the, on the show still being on the microphone. Now, okay, but let me, so let me ask you, Bob, do you, have, um, do you have broadcast experience? I mean, like, I don't know really how... Well, you're Billy's uncle, and, and I always say to Billy, Bob's your uncle, <laughs> which neither of you still get. Many people listening probably don't get that, but all of you on the other side of the pond, you get when I say, Bob's your uncle. Anyways, that's a British expression is what it is. Um, so... Anyways, uh, Bob, I, I I don't know your background. Oh yes, well no, I um uh, I I uh, I was a communications major in uh, college and communications. That's good. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people take communications. Uh, Brian, my <laughs> my agent, Franklin. You know my agent, Franklin. Oh yeah. Oh yes. I I I've spoken to Franklin. In fact, Franklin is representing me on some of my uh, voiceover work now. Wait, wait, okay, wait. I was gonna first off. I was gonna tell the story about Brian, who's a communication major. His son, who is the last person you'd ever expect being a communication major. But wait a second, you have been talking to my agent Franklin, and he is representing you now for voiceover. Oh yes, well, since the podcast, uh, people have been uh, wanting uh, my voice on all sorts of things. Really? Really? Oh yeah, in doobly dee, in doobly doo. Wow, well, I don't, I, I mean, I haven't gotten any new work from the podcast. That's amazing. I didn't know that uh, people were listening and, and hiring you then. So what, what are you, what are you doing then? Oh, I will. I've done, uh, I've done some books on tape. <laughs> you, well, first off, they call audio, they're called audiobooks now. Oh yeah, audiobooks, yes. What kind of audiobooks do you do? Oh, big, uh, uh, the uh, historical, uh, the, uh, the, the big uh, kind of uh, technical historical kind of uh, books like that. Really? Because with your way of talking and everything, I thought that might be kind of rough. Oh no 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 no! Well, when I when I read, I get uh, I, I I get a very different uh, a different tone. Yeah, but when you read the emails here, you don't have a different tone. Well, uh, uh, well, okay. So okay, let me let's find first off. Let's find an email for you to read, and then let's you can read it in the way you read your audiobooks. How's that sound? Oh, in doobly doo, in doobly da. Uh, we'll do. Okay. 
So let's see. Okay, well, this one is uh, from uh, Megan and uh, from Megan in Temecula. Megan in Temecula, we know, we love Megan. Megan, now let me tell you all about Megan. Megan is a fantastic writer and she has written some really wonderful reviews and articles on the James Arnold Taylor podcast. So of course I'm biased, right? But no, no, uh, if, if somebody had written something and it was, it was like nice about the show, I would make a mention or I might retweet it and say, oh, this is nice. But Megan's writing is extremely good she is a wonderful storyteller there's a there's a craft to writing a good article and she writes articles for future of the force so uh, you should all if you follow future of the force future of the force go to future of the force and um and check them out that she's written some wonderful pieces for them about star wars i first saw her work when she did like a uh top 10 was it like a top 10 forgive me megan if i'm if i'm wrong on this now because i remember a couple of different articles you've written on this one though i believe that i first read was the top 10 of uh, your favorite characters of clone war characters or star wars characters and uh, obi-wan kenobi was number one so of course i was like wow this is great but it was a very well written article and then shortly thereafter the podcast came out megan wrote a lovely uh review of the podcast that i think everybody should read and uh, check out it's it's really great stuff so she is on uh twitter but uh check her out at future of the force for her writings and stuff because i don't necessarily want to give out all her uh, personal info stuff there but uh, you can find that but okay so megan wrote us uh an email then bob oh yes yes indubitably she did indeed Okay, so now you're going to read this the way you read books on on tape, <laughs> audiobooks. Yes, I'll, I, I will. I will read. I will read her question uh, like that. Okay, go for it then. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> James, I have to ask: Is there anything myself or any of your other fans can do to thank you for being such a help and inspiration to us all? Please don't say there's nothing you can do or just spread the word about you and your podcast as those are obvious givens. There has to be something we can do to thank you. Forever your fan and may God bless you, your family, and your friends. Megan. Wow, Bob. That's a that's an impressive voice. So you read books like that. Oh yeah, oh yes. Yes. Well, I'm very impressed. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, you're laughing. Yeah, I know why you're laughing. That wasn't Bob. That was Mr. Announcer Guy came in and did that for Mr. Announcer Guy. You're such a kidder. You and Bob planned that, didn't you? Oh, yes. You got me. Yeah, we can't. Well, you can't fool the James Arnold Taylor podcast fans. That was actually Mr. Announcer Guy came in and read as Bob. No, Bob. So now, Bob, if you if you were reading. Uh, but uh, seriously, Bob, were you getting books on tape deals through Franklin? Well, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Okay. All right. Well, let's get back to Megan's question. Megan asked if there's anything she or any of my other fans can do to thank me for being such a help and an inspiration to all of you. And she says, please don't just say nothing or spread the word about your podcast and stuff. She says, those are obvious givens. There has to be something we can do to thank you. Well, uh, Megan, truly what you all can do. And I said this, I think I said this on the last podcast as well. And I mean this, I mean this to all of you. All of you that are saying, James, we we want to give back to you in some way for what you do. The way you can is by pursuing your dreams and goals, hearing what I say, taking it in, 
trying out some of the crazy little wacky things I say to do, like from meditating to praying to to breathing to drinking water. Well, breathing, I know we all got to breathe, but breathing the way I say to breathe uh, to giving yourself goals and dreams and, you know, reading my book and watching my videos and all that stuff. It's that's my job. I mean, so what would I ask? I would ask that you maybe all you you say a prayer for me as I say prayers for all of you. You hope for the best for me and my family. I mean, I, I am so taken care of by God. God is good to me. God gives me all that I need. And he's allowed me this ability to create this show where I can then spread the good news to all of you and help all of you with your, uh, your lives and become better people. And I, again, as I've said for many years, I want to feel the weight of your life and your journey and your dreams and goals in my own and how it affects the world. So if I can encourage all of you to then achieve the dreams you want to achieve, then my job is done. And that is the, the biggest blessing and the greatest, uh, the greatest thing you could do for me. You know, unless any of you are uh, giant film producers and want to put me in your movie and, or something like that. <laughs> ah, okay. No. Um, yeah, that's really it. That's it. You know, if you all go to Star Wars Celebration, let the folks at Celebration know you want more James Arnold Taylor. If you, uh, if you log on to StarWars.com or whatever, tell them how much you love James and his show and you want Clone Wars Conversation on there or Nerdist or any of those places. You can always just, you know, if you have connections with places that you, you think James Arnold Taylor shows and things would go well, you can spread the word to them. But really, all I really want from any of you is just for all of you to pursue your dreams and goals. I want you all to take it all in. I want everybody to wake up in the morning feeling as though the world is not a heavy burden on them. Feeling as though when everything is spinning out of control, you can stop the world, learn the things you've learned from James and reset. You know, as I was talking about earlier, kind of emptying out the, the brain and the subconscious mind and clearing it all out and restarting for the day. That's really the best thing you all can do. That's, that's the greatest uh, gift you all could give me is all of you helping yourselves because that's, that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm here to bless you all. And in turn, I get blessed. So, well, Bob, do we have time for one more? That was, we took a lot of time on that. But, uh, but you know, special thanks to Megan because she, she is a, a, a very devoted fan here to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. And I'm so thankful for her. And I'm, I thank her for that question because it's very sweet. You know, she's being sincere from her heart. She wants to really know, is, come on, what else can we do for you? Megan, you just keep writing that stuff. I'm praying that big companies would pick up your, your work. You become a, a writer for a magazine or writing books and things. So I'm just, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your family. I'm praying for the best for all of you. So there you go. But thank you so much for asking that in an email. And all of you can send emails. Bob, tell them where they can do that. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yes, you can uh, send James Arnold Taylor, Jat, J-A-T, an email if you go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com and click on the Jat Show link and then do the drop-down menu. Now, make sure in the j- drop-down menu, you do the Jatcast podcast for the uh, for the uh, choose a topic. Don't leave choose a topic blank. Oh, no, no, no. Then it might not go through the system. So make sure you choose a topic and make it the Jatcast podcast if you want it read on there. If you don't want it read on there, you just want to send James a little note, you can 
then uh, just do general comment or something like that. Yeah, that's right. They can do either or. And uh, and if they can say the country, it's not just a country, but also the where they're from, in what part of the states, what state or country or whatever. That way we can say that on the air as well. That's right, Bob. Thank you so much for doing that. All right. Do we have time for one more? What do you think? One more? Ooh, oh, yeah. In doobity-dee. In doobity-doo. Yes. All right, then. What do we got? This is another one from Devlin... From the USA. Well, Devlin, I think we took one last week or the week before or something, right? Yes, yes. It was another quick, quick little one. It says, uh, hey there, James. Love the show. Do accents intrigue you? If so, when hearing or meeting someone with a curious accent, do you feel as though you have to copy it or try it out? Thanks for all your motivation and truly being an ambassador of inspiration. And of course, God bless. Uh, best wishes. Devlin. Well, thanks, Devlin. Yeah, accents. Yeah, that's a fun. That's a fun little ending question here for the show uh, this week. Yeah, accents are fun. I enjoy doing accents. I do pick up on people's accents when I hear them and I I listen and I, but I don't like do it right then. I kind of hold it in my head. I've got this really unique memory. My memory. Uh, you know, I have a picture. I have a photographic memory, but I also have a audiographic memory. And <laughs> that's what I'm I'm coining a phrase, in that I remember how things sound. So if I meet someone, I I kind of record it. It kind of goes into a little tape recorder in my head and I will then pick that up and I'll use those accents for different things, for uh, different characters and such on shows and things. I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, trained by anybody uh, with accents and things like British accents and stuff. And of course, so much of my work is doing British accents, but I have never been trained in any of it. And I know some of you that are probably listening go, yeah, no kidding, James. But, <laughs> but so the trickier ones like Australia is tricky. Irish and Scottish. Those are tricky because, um, I think the American ears, we kind of hear it all sounding the same. So, you know, I have to really concentrate to do some accents, but I do, I do enjoy picking up accents and stuff. So I hope that answers that for you, Devlin. Thanks so much for uh, writing again, another one. That's a nice quickie question. So many of you have written others and there's a lot more to get to. And we'll do that in the next episode of the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Oh, that was my pen. Listen to that. That sound there. You just heard that was my pen clicking. Uh, I was fiddling with the pen there, Uh, but please, please make sure to listen again next time, to subscribe to the James Arnold Taylor uh, podcast, as well as to my YouTube channel. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and you can go to Facebook. I'm not on Facebook as much, but uh, Jat Actor, J-A-T Actor. And that's Instagram and Twitter. And then also, ooh, the Jat Show has its own Twitter account, and that is the Jatcast. So you can uh, follow me there as well, and you'll get a uh, little inside information and stuff as well. It's just fun. It's a fun place to have uh, another little following there for the show. But I thank all of you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. I hope you had a good time here today. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Ratchet, an exclusive Jatcast interview with Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. And we'll have to do another one soon with some of my other characters. And we'll take more of your emails next time. Maybe we'll listen to some of my auditions. Oh, there's so many fun things coming up next week. But this time, I think we had a good time, didn't we? I hope we did. I hope you had a good time hearing me go on and on and on and doing different uh, voices and such. But I just enjoy it. Let's, uh, well, let's face, first off, let's say goodbye to Bob, who's patiently waiting here. Uh, thank you, Bob, for reading those emails. Oh, oh yes, in doobly-dee, in doobly-doo. And Mr. Announcer Guy has been waiting patiently in the corner here, just waiting because he knows he didn't leave the room after pulling that joke on all of us uh, to uh, do the end parts of the show. So, Mr. Announcer Guy, take it away. Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor podcast is a production of Yumigo Inc. Oh, <laughs> no, I couldn't do it. Oh, see, now you guys are trying to flip it. You are going to do the Mr. Announcer Guy. Oh, Bob, 
You guys, you guys have been plotting against me, haven't you? Just a little. <laughs> no, no, Bob, I'll read the whole thing. Here we go. Okay, oh yes, okay, go ahead, read away. Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of Yumigo Inc. Recorded at Chat Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking Myself, the podcast, copyright 2019, all rights reserved. All right. Boy, I got to watch out for Bob and Mr. Announcer Guy, the two nicest guys on the show, being uh, the biggest practical jokers here today. You guys are you guys are crazy. Okay, indubitably. See you later, James. Bye-bye, James. Goodbye, guys. And to all of you, I say, thanks again for listening to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast, and goodbye.